CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live and the WDW Newscast. Today is Wednesday, June 20th, 2012. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, coming to you live from Walt Disney World here at Disney's Polynesian Resort Hotel. Polynesian Village Resort, if you're uh, old school. I'm joined tonight by Glenn Whalen from PrettyGoodMovieRide.com and Googling WDW and Chuck Lionberger. He is DisneyDaddy.blogspot.com. Uh, joining me this week to bring you this week's Walt Disney World News and the live interactive discussion format. We also have a lot of people here at the Polynesian who aren't here for the show, but is one, they're wondering why this guy is talking to the box. <laughs> and because I'm Italian, I talk with my hands. So if you, want to, if you want to shut me up, just make me sit on my hands. Anyway, let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World News because last week, really, we didn't really talk about Disney World News because I was out in Cars Land covering Cars Land Live. Uh, actually, at this time last week, we were on the red carpet. Um, oh, yeah. Right. And by we, I mean me. But yeah. I brought yeah, you no, along with us. Just you. <laughs> but the, just but you came with us, right? You came with Virtually, the box. Came yeah. with us. We were in the box. We were in the box, in the and box. Uh, it was great to see so many celebrities and just fans lined up. Uh, we could talk for hours, as I did on this week's show, about Cars Land, but I want you to tune in to show 279, give a full recap and review, have a couple of videos up on the site. You can come by, subscribe, and comment on the YouTube channel or the blog. And there's a lot more video coming as well, too. But anyway, let's get back into the Walt Disney World mood. Um, I love Cars Land, but Walt Disney World is my home. Let's start off right outside in the very wet, very rainy <laughs> Magic Kingdom. Welcome back to Florida. Yeah, well, because there's a lot of new stuff, right? There's a lot yeah. of new stuff to come back to. Right. Um, you know, Disneyland got Cars Land and Buena Vista Street, but we got a few new things, one of which is over at Winnie the Pooh, the new meet-and-greet location finally opened. Yep. If you remember, if you look at Winnie the Pooh straight on, to the left-hand side was the uh, the Tigger bounce section mm -hmm. right, that never opened. I'm a recovering attorney. This is where the lawyer in me came out because the Tigger bounce section was set to be, there'd be pads on the ground, you'd step on, it would push you up. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing could ever Nothing go wrong. Could ever go uh, wrong. But like, Scott Otis got in there <laughs> yeah. and everything went wrong. And everything went wrong. So they closed down. It is now known as a place for friends to meet. It sounds like the box, right? A place for friends to meet. Uh, it's now open daily currently from 11.15 until 5.30 p.m. I guess it's sort of a, a testing phase, but it is going to be um, the permanent location, and there will be photo paths over there yeah. as well, too. And it's got a nice queue area, so it's separate from Winnie the Pooh, so you, can, you don't cross the stream. And speaking of queues, how about a queueless queue? Because the other night, I came out for research purposes only. I came out to test and research, and I actually brought my kids to do the same. The queueless queue over in Dumbo, which opened up, and is this really in a sort of a, a soft open phase right now? You guys don't know if you saw Dumbo as yet. The uh, the second Dumbo is in soft testing yep. this week, but the idea of no longer waiting in that physical line in between the stanchions is really coming to fruition now. Because when you go to Dumbo, there's two separate entrances, right? One is a, a fast pass, one is standby. You don't wait outside in a queue. You go into the circus tent and you get a pager. It looks about this size. It looks like a restaurant pager. It looks like a circus ticket. And you'll go in, and your kids play in an interactive area. Uh, there's all kinds of um, places they can run around. There's games they can play. There's a cool little interactive firework kind of thing. And fortunately, there's a lot of places, I was happy to see this, deceiving from the outside, there's a lot of room for adults to see. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, because you know you're a dad, yep. that's the Disney daddy thing, it's air conditioning. And as the summer months approach, 
that's a big draw. <laughs> Just a tad bit of a help there. It's a, it's a huge help. So no longer do you now have to wait outside, even under the shaded queue for Dumbo. It, and it worked well, right? It worked very well. We went in, we were chatting. You're able to keep an eye on your kids, really, no matter where you are, because there's a, a second level, sort of um, a, a, a player with um, sort of a, a rope mesh around it where they can't get through, but they can run up and climb through. Think about that post-show area of Mission Space. Mm -hmm. right. Kind of has that same feel on a much larger scale. Dumbo is flying around. There's a lot of neat details in there as well, too. Nice. Um, all of Storybook Circus is officially set to open beginning in July. But it's really neat to see them rolling things out in phases. And I right. anticipate that's probably what's going to happen with Sorba Trucus and probably with the new Fantasyland as yeah, well, too. Yeah, the construction walls for that just came down on Saturday. And so already they're going into soft openings. So. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, it was great to sort of see firsthand how well that Q-less Q works. It, I thought it worked well in Winnie the Pooh, how the, the kids sort of follow you along. But here, they have sort of free roam, mm -hmm. and then when your, your pager goes off, they go out, and it's just maybe a five-minute wait after that. Fantastic. So, I think this is a mark of many more of these types of things to come. And I think you're going to see more of that. You know, there's rumors swirling around of these interactive uh, queues coming, certainly with next-gen, more maybe per more personalized experiences coming. Uh, there's a rumor swirling right Peter now. Pan. Peter Pan. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Maybe getting an interactive queue as well, too. But you never know. Um, but really, let's get to the important topic of food, right? It would, it's too long we've talked about food. And as we know from Cars Land, things taste better when served in a cone. But over at Pinocchio Village House, they now have um, some new items over there as well. More Italian-themed. I'm Italian. I come from Jersey. So it's more Italian-themed than actually Italian. Um, it has pepperoni, barbecue chicken, and caprese flatbreads. And they run from eight fifty nine to nine ninety nine. Right. Good value as well too, under ten bucks. It's definitely shareable size portion yeah. as well too. Although I still sense a research trip. Of course, right. multiple because you got to try each one. But still, the best piece in Florida is over at Viennapoli. So all right, let's move on over. Let's move over to Epcot. Somebody's nodding when I said pizza in yep. Viennapoli. It's the water. I swear. I just came back from the city. It's true. Um, we were talking about this earlier today because they've just Agent begun P, yeah. soft testing of the Agent P World Showcase Adventure, which replaced the Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure. It is soft testing now. Rumor has it it is going to open officially, I believe, on Friday. They're doing a lot of play testing. I did two of the countries a couple of days ago. I did China and also Norway. Very similar in some respects to Kim Possible, but also very different as well and, and it's it's definitely worth going back and seeing. Did you go with your kids or yes, like me? Yes, actually the yourself? kids played both of them and I could have done even one more. Um, some of the same elements that Kim Possible uh, they're used there but totally rethemed. Much more of a, a true story going on with HP as opposed to Kim Possible. And people in there are Small World 1 and Pin Trading Kitty. People uh, Ray very, very excited to have this Agent P. Obviously, it resonates much more with a new audience. Kim oh, yeah. Possible hadn't been on TV for years, and I think even more so than Kim Possible, Phineas and Ferb is as popular with adults right. as it is with kids. You see as many adults, not that I'm pointing to any of them right now, but you see as many adults wearing very Agent P right. shirts yep. and watching the movies mm -hmm. as, as do the kids. And there's a couple of yeah. adults here who have kids, but you guys are nodding. Oh, yeah. Austin, you guys watch as well, too. 
I guess my yeah. question we have to deal with, does it still go No, it doesn't. That is gone. Now you actually have part of the Phineas and Ferb theme music, so okay. in between missions you get this do-do-do-do-do, that kind of thing, but it is not the Agent P communicator okay. annoying chime. One thing I did also notice, you know, the communicator or the phone, as they call it, it's a flip phone, very much like the old communicator, but it seemed like to me they worked on the volume you can remember how Kim Possible, sometimes it was hard to hear it, especially if you were outside. They really cranked up that volume because it's much louder now. Sometimes, especially if we were inside, I had to actually cover the speaker on the back in order to right. cut it down so it wasn't so obtrusive to everybody. Well, we're gonna, well, I'll do a full review, maybe a video on it once it officially opens. I want to wait till they're done with all the play testing, make sure it's officially open. And we've talked about Kim Possible in the past. We like this because it's an interactive thing. It's something for kids and adults to do together. And one thing I like is, when you mentioned the volume, mm -hmm. I think it helps bring other people in. It makes yeah. you, you, other people ask you, hey, what are you doing? What is that game? Right. Or, so it, it brings a level of interaction in between the guests, not just the families and the groups. Well, it also encourages people to look around. Right. Otherwise, they wouldn't. That's you know, right. all I should try doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> look up, look down. That, 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 that the Kim Possible or the Phoenix Park thing is pick. going to force people to Take notice of some of these details that are there. And go and experience those nooks and crannies of World Showcase. Go back and see there a preview show. There you go. We just talked about so that. Speaking so. of Epcot and, and World Showcase, and this is especially, this is right up your alley because you uh, really love shows in the America Gardens Theater. I did. You love the Flower Power Concert Series, Eat to the Beat. We had a great time this year. We met, I met Mickey Dolan. Which I was in your mind. <laughs> which is great because I'm a child of the 70s and 80s. Well, uh, Disney just sort of slowly, in a, in a sneak peek, released some of the candlelight processional narrators. And for a lot of people, this is something that they very much yes. circle on their yeah, calendar. Because there are narrators that they want to come out and see. Yes. So, again, people like Neil Patrick Harris, he's a staple, really a big fan favorite. Mm -hmm. Huge Disney, he's just... He's a huge Disney fan, too. Oh, he's yeah. a gigantic Disney fan. The lovely Isabella Rossellini is back. Whoopi Goldberg is back. Jodie Benson. She's the voice of Ariel. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Um, Trace oh, okay. Atkins, Marley Maitland is back in, too. But there's a couple of other ones that I was really excited to yeah, see. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> so Gary Sinise, your Capcom from Mission Space, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. is going to okay. be there as well. Uh, is there anybody else? Uh, one more. ONJ, baby! Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's Xanadu. It's coming to you. Not Olivia. Xanadu, but Olivia Newton-John, baby. Mm -hmm. Sandy, what you doing here? That's right. Sandy is coming. I thought you went back to Australia. I almost did a really bad Sandy impression, yeah. but I won't because I don't want to embarrass myself in front of all the... And you, of course, too. You mean embarrass yourself any but, further. Exactly. So the December 14th through 16th, give yourself a Christmas or a Hanukkah or a Kwanzaa or a Festivus present and come out and see Olivia Newton-John narrating um, the Candlelight Processional. It's no extra cost. It's included with the Epcot admission. It's a beautiful presentation of the Christmas story, of the Nativity story. Right. And I'm looking forward to seeing not only ONJ, yes. it's for BFFs. Right. It's all about the acronym. But I'm looking forward to seeing, because there's more coming, right? There's more. So you got to stay tuned to Disney Parks blog as they continue to release more. And so for you, I mean, we're local, so it's a little bit different. But a question I want to ask people in the box or people who may be watching is, if you like coming down that time of year, do you like to specifically come down for certain narrators? 
Like, is Neil Patrick Harris your guy? Is Whoopi Goldberg your girl? Or are you a Gary Sinise kind of guy? Well, we, we've got quite a selection now. So anytime you're coming, there is somebody that's worth seeing. But if it happens to be December 14th or 16th, and Olivia and John is there, or any of them, you definitely need to try to look into getting a uh, dinner package. Right. Because almost four-fifths of the theater is now filled yeah. with dinner package people. So you're not going to be uh, getting a good seat near the front if you're just showing up to be right. late. Yeah. And look, without a doubt, you've got to do that. I've done, we've done it several times without the dinner package. Yeah, it's Aloha. It's Aloha. Um, They're getting ready for... And you have to, you really need to get that. Otherwise, you're probably standing. You're in fact, standing. you most likely are standing. But there's no bad seat in the house. There's, there's no bad seat in the house there, too. And it's funny, because watching in the box, everybody has somebody different. So there's a Trace Adkins, a Jody Bedson, Neil Patrick Carroll, uh, something like James Caviezel when he was here with Gary Sinise. So everybody kind of likes somebody different. Everybody, all these different people resonate with somebody for a different reason. Obviously, we'll talk more about Candlelight Procession uh, as we get closer. Let's move quickly over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. As one thing closes, something else opens. Uh, the Beastly Bazaar is scheduled to go down later on this summer, probably around mid-August, the 12th or the 13th or so. That's going to make way for a new indoor character meet-and-greet location. That, I think, is important for a couple of different reasons. Right? You lose a shop, that's okay. Um, but there's a new meet-and-greet location. The fact that it's inside is very important. Oh, your yeah. guest relations at Animal yeah, Kingdom, you know it's here. 30 degrees hotter there in the summer than anywhere else. It's yeah. more comfortable for the guests. Denny, right, we're getting a lot of nods from people yeah. who like the idea of indoor meet-and-greet locations in the parks, especially over at Disney's Animal yeah. Kingdom. That's a very large store. Actually. It is a very large store. Yeah, it is. So that's going to be a very large store. Well, and speculating completely, you wonder the characters that are going to go in there and potentially why. So as plans for Avatar land, I don't like calling it, as plans for Pandora, uh, this Avatar-based land, which, you know, potentially may go over to a place like Camp Minnie Mickey, is this maybe where they're thinking about bringing over those characters into this location so they can start shutting down that area in phases to make in way for to make right, way. Right, yeah, right. Great, great. Keeping Lion King open probably as long as they can, that will, I, I would expect, to potentially move. But Pocahontas is closed. You close down the meet and greet locations. They can start doing some of the work they need yes. to do back there. For what we expect will be the location of Pandora slash Avatar Land. Um, over at the resorts, um, because again, you got to all bring it back to food too. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hoopty Doo musical review, which people in the box, people out of the box, we need to do a group over at the Hoopty Doo. Hoopty Doo. A group, a WW Radio comes to the Hoopty Doo. God help us and save us. It could be a blast. I haven't been since they changed the music, uh, no. probably about nine months ago, maybe a year ago, yeah, maybe a year ago, ago. Uh, but now they have announced a, a change to the schedule beginning in the fall, so starting October 1st, the new show times will be 4, 6.15, and 8.30, so we have three opportunities every day to go over and check out the Hoopty Doo, especially if you have young kids, a 4.15 show or an earlier show, sometimes it's better for them, the... Uh, the meltdown ratio is a little bit late. You guys are teachers, right? <laughs> yeah. The meltdown ratio is, is directly proportionate to how late in the day it becomes. Um, and how hot it gets during the day. And how hot it gets, too. And speaking of kids, because we have kids, you're a kid. Um, he is a kid. Is, we're all kids, right? We're all kids at heart. Um, I'm going to go a little bit out of the box to a certain degree. Pardon the pun. Uh, I'm talking about something that's not necessarily Walt Disney World specific, but I think for a lot of people who aren't local, who can't get here as often as they like, it's all about getting Disney at home as much as you can. And Disney 
is far reaching beyond the Walt Disney World parks and Disneyland and Carsland. I've fallen in love with that place. Um, but it's now Marvel, right? It's now Pixar. It's all these other things. And a way to, to help bring it home for the kids and something that my kids have really latched onto and I like from a parenting perspective has been Club Penguin. It is a virtual world geared just for kids. Uh, it was created years ago. It was acquired by Disney. They've really done a lot to create a fun, safe, interactive my kids don't, don't tell my kids, but they're learning and they don't know it. Uh, but they're learning the value of acquiring coins mm -hmm. and relationships and building things and sharing with other people. Well, now, right now, right, as, now, right, right, right now. now, as we speak, and continuing on until I believe July 3rd or 4th, the Marvel superheroes have taken over Club Penguin in a good way and not like a hostile takeover, but in a good way. So now you can dress up as Marvel superheroes. You can dress up as uh, Captain America. You can dress up, or when I say you, your penguin, can dress up as Iron Man or Captain America or the Hulk. I was playing this with my son, and by with my son, I mean I kicked him off, and I was playing it myself, much to his dismay. Let's get to the truth here. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. There's 14 different characters they can do. You can even be villains. So you can choose to be the good side or the evil side. <laughs> Sorry, you were here. So you can be Loki. You can be sort of that super villain Loki, and you can explore these themed islands that have a... Ver so my son, who loved the Avengers, both times it took him to see it, was totally digging this and the new worlds that have been that have been created there you can also join up with teams so it does create a sort of a virtual team building type of experience um, and, and as a parent I was saying I like it because I know it's safe I know that there's no sort of creepy things going on because they very much Get people as they go in. It's and definitely they a, block secure, a lot it's too. It's a secured yeah. environment. It's a safe environment where kids can truly play. They can learn. They can experience. But they can do so in a in a, in a way that, that we the parents can truly feel good about. And it's it's definitely guarded. It's definitely moderated. Right. Um, they can actually meet. And I, I just mentioned this because I thought it was really funny. They could meet Antarctic. <laughs> She's a newspaper reporter who covers a lot of what's going on there. Um, and so it's it's and they. Ooh. I talk about it because I think it's sort of an Star extension of yeah. So people would I like that. Howard the Duck, but it's an extension of this Disney family fun, mm -hmm. safe online type of experience. You know, we had things like remember Virtual Magic Kingdom years oh, ago so that people that so back. heavily got vested in, and then they unfortunately shut it down. Right. But we now have you know Disney has created online games in Facebook. Right, there's that virtual adventure explorer game in Facebook. There's the Marvel. Uh, Avenger Assemble game on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So you can bring that experience home uh, in those environments. And I, and I mentioned because I think it's cool that they have something not just for adults, but <laughs> kids as well, too. And I pointed to myself intentionally both times. <laughs> so, uh, people who are in the box are talking, yeah, it looks like they either play themselves or they have kids who are very much into Club Penguin and a lot of people certainly who remember and miss uh, what the Virtual Magic Kingdom game had become. I think now... With Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, right. totally speculating again, I anticipate that to potentially be brought into the online environment as well. Oh, those see it easily be brought in, right? Those spell cards—they have a lot going on on those cards. I think for a reason because they want to let you continue that experience when you're home or prepare for your experience in the parks while you're still at home too. It's all about the planning. It's all about the preparation. Now you be able to sort of uh, help gauge your Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. 
experience as well too. That being said, I am still, as you can tell by my shirt, I am still very much in cars and cars land mode this week. Um, I, I fell in love with Buena Vista Street and California Adventure. I cannot wait to go back again this summer. We're going to be out there for Destination D, the D23 event. Uh, I hope if you guys are coming, let's uh, maybe we'll have a couple of meets. Well, I don't know why I'm looking at you because you're not going there, but I'm going to try and drag you out there anyway. Um, because I love That's what D23 is doing. We got the fan anniversary coming. Who's going to the fan anniversary this weekend? No, gotcha. What's, what, what? What's wrong with you people? I couldn't Come get tickets. It, it, it booked up so fast, I couldn't get tickets. Well, I'll be covering the D23 fan anniversary this Saturday. Uh, maybe I'll do some live stuff. We'll be tweeting from there as well. And we'll definitely have some events out for Destination D in, uh, in August later on in the summer. And uh, if you go back and listen to this week's show, I think you might be surprised to a certain degree. And how I talk about Carsland, what I like about Carsland, and my thoughts even on Radiator Springs Racers. I was telling you about that before. Yeah. I used, I, I described it in a way that I've never really described. And look, I'm the biggest Disney fan guy there is, but never really described an attraction that way before. And so, even those of us who are Walt Disney World people, has all the hype and all that you've seen online and heard, and whether it's videos or audio, is it starting to get your engines revved up a little bit, pardon me, bad pun, to potentially go out to Cars Land? Like, maybe DCA wasn't on the radar, but is it now? And so I'm asking you, too, if you're watching on YouTube or live or listening to the audio on iTunes, has all this talk about Cars Land and such positive reviews across the board about Cars Land, does this now, as a Walt Disney World fan, put DCA, does it put Disneyland and California Adventure specifically on your radar as a destination because I think that's what it's become. It's no longer just a stop along the way as you visit and tour Southern California. It's a place to say, hey, now I need to go out and take my family out for three, four, five days doubt, right? out, to, out to Anaheim. Without a doubt, I've been dying. I haven't done Disneyland yet. I've been dying to do Disneyland and I was waiting. What's wrong Don't, with you? Look, dude, Flights, Virginia to California, Becky. Unless Dude, you want to help get me in out the car, here. no, get in the car, get in the car, do right. it like Let's just drive cross country. Route sixty six, baby, come on. Right. The Lou road. in the bus. I can see this coming. Lou I the did bus. it. I did it when I was a kid. It was one of the best. It was one of the best formative experiences of my life. Five weeks in a van that should have been a little bit bigger with my parents and brother going across country. Now we see yeah. why he was scarred for life. And now you see why I love and can appreciate some of the things that I see in Carfland because right. I stopped at some right. of those roadside wigwam-style hotels, which were a little sketchy here and there, but I ate at some of those you know roadside restaurants too, so um, it very much is, is well recreated there. And Disneyland, for me, has now become a must-do yearly destination. They, they did something incredible, which was they took what many people acted was like a speed bump. Right. California Adventure, you'd go over there just to go in, do one thing, and then you'd go back over to Disneyland. And many people were, that was the way they were approaching it. But they didn't build one great attraction, because that would have just been another one. Right. So they built this area that has three attractions, and all of the detail to look at, suddenly it is, there's like a whole new thing to experience. Maybe, that, maybe our fantasy land here in, a, in Disney right. World is going to be that same thing where it's not just one new attraction, it's right. going to be a whole new experience. It is DCA is a half park day, no half day park, no more. Not no more. Especially when the lines for Radio Spring Race are five hours. Yeah, really. so, it's a half day <laughs> line. Make sure you charge up your iPhone or your iPad before you get in line while uh, the crowds are still very high. And listen, if you, 
here's a shameless plug. If, you're, if you're thinking about going out to DCA, visit our friends over at Mouse Fan Travel. They can definitely help you out with rates and rooms. And if you're coming out to Destination D, they have great group rates there as well. You have to come out. We're going to do some special stuff before um, Destination D. So Mouse Fan Travel can definitely hook you up there. Um, that is going to do it for this week's show. Definitely stay. We'll chat some more tonight. I also want to hear from you. I want to hear your, uh, uh, well, not literally hear from you, but in the comment section right here below, whether you're uh, on YouTube, you can subscribe over at youtube.com slash Radio on the blog or in the show notes for this week's show. Uh, also, make sure you follow me over on Twitter. I am at Lou Mangello on facebook.com slash Radio. If you're on the Plus, Google Plus, I'm Lou Mangiello slash GPLUS. I'll take you over to Google Plus Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest. And I'm on MySpace and AOL Pinterest? chat. Yeah. I'm on Pinterest. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in touch with my Pinterest side. <laughs> and I, 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 there's cool stuff coming to Pinterest, I, I promise. Uh, I, Beatrice, I cannot do my Mater impression. I need to be immersed in the environment. I'm not a woohooer, but I woohooed my face off on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I'm telling you, it's worth the trip out there. Um, that's going to do it. Make sure you come by visit the site over at www.radio.com. I uh, thank Chuck Lyonberger from disneydaddy.blogspot.com, yes. Glenn Whalen from Pretty Good Movie Ride, and Google in www. Thank you. I cannot speak. Mike, Austin, Beth, Denny, and Brian. Thank you guys. Where did all the Polynesian people go? Well, all of you they left. Thank you guys so much for watching. And again, for everybody who watched last week during the Carsland coverage, I appreciate so much you guys taking the time and sharing that experience with me. I so wanted you to be there and feel like you were standing right next to us as we were experiencing all that. So thanks to all of you who watched the stuff live and are listening to the show and, and catching the video as well, too. Uh, very, very grateful for that. So until next time, uh, make sure you answer the comment, answer the question in the comment section below. Tune in again next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So until then, have a great night, everybody. See ya.